teachings of thy word give it light. It give it understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshulaskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. our eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this morning. We pray that you will be with us. We pray that, Lord, you will instruct us. May your word change our lives. Everybody, talk to the Lord this morning. Everybody, ushers, everybody, talk to the Lord. Worship his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Everybody, bless his holy name. Don't stand there. Don't be WhatsApping. Put your phone away and worship his holy name. Oh God, we lift you up. We've come to lift you up. We've come to worship you. Oh God, we've come to say that you are great. We've come to say that you do miracles so great. We've come to say there is no one else like you. Oh God, be lifted up this morning. Oh God, be praised this morning. Lord, we worship you this morning. Oh yes, Lord. We bless your name. We worship your holy name. We lift you up. We lift you up. We lift up your name. We glorify your name. You are the greater one in us. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. We thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Now put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and welcome your neighbor to church. Considering social distancing, by the way. Amen. Are you blessed to be in church today? Are you blessed to be in church today? Right. Beautiful. We've started a journey on what? Quiet time. That not so? Amen. And we want to continue that journey. Amen. All right. Now, before we do that, 
turn to Habakkuk chapter 3. Habakkuk is in the Old Testament. Amen. And verse number 17. It's still not there. Okay. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17. Can we read it together? It says, ready, go. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd. In the stalls. Hey! Go to the next verse. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Somebody clap for the Lord. Can we read that verse again? Ready, go. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. And verse 19. Ready? Go. The Lord God is my strength, and he shall make my feet like hind's feet, and he will make me to walk upon my high places to the chief singer on my stringed instruments. Amen. All right. So, you need to understand that when everything is failing around you, you must still rejoice in the Lord of your salvation. Are you here with me? You must still do what? Yes. Amen. You don't throw in the towel and then uh, you say, ah, God has not whatever. He said, even the, the fig tree doesn't blossom. Uh, what the animals have died and all that. I'll do what? I'll rejoice in the Lord of my salvation. Are you here with me? Amen. I'm teaching you to learn to rejoice in the God of your salvation. Amen. And when you do that, you see that you don't. You rather affect the atmosphere or environment around you. You don't allow the around, environment around you to affect you, but you rather affect the environment around you. Put your hands together for Jesus. Good. So, quiet time. We said that quiet time is your personal time with the Lord. Amen. Good. So, quiet time is not morning devotion. Amen. Can I have three choristers? Uh-huh. Oshes, can you come and move this aside? I want to do a number of illustrations. So come. Can I have three more choristers? So if we agree to meet at five o'clock 
every morning. Just move it to the side. Just move it like this. Uh-huh. So c- come around in a circle. So if every five o'clock, so we are in prayer meeting. So we are, we are let's thank the Lord. Every five o'clock we are doing. Then after that, uh, then we, we, we take, okay, let, let, us, let us read a scripture. Then maybe I open to what? Um, maybe Hosea chapter 6. Let's see what is in Hosea chapter 6. Hallelujah. Have we woken up in the morning? We've all woken up in the morning. Are we praying? We are praying. He said, come, let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. After two days, he will revive us. I see a revival coming. Uh, let's thank the Lord for revival. Okay, amen. So I'm going to work. You are going to Let us all go to work. And then we are all gone to work. You see, we've done something in the morning, but that is not quiet time. But we've done something. Just that it's not what? Quiet time is your time with the Lord alone. Amen. No, no, no. Leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. Quiet time is your time with the Lord what? Alone. So I should be able to sit somewhere like this by myself. If I sit here alone and I'm praying to God alone, thanking the Lord alone, praying to God alone. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that today is Sunday. Your word says that it's of your mercy that we are not consumed. I thank you for your mercy and your grace over my life. Father, Lord, as I'm preparing for church, help me to get there. Help me to understand the preaching. Oh, God, I'm still waiting for a beloved. Help me to get a beloved. Lord, I have some sins that are disturbing me. Give me the strength to move away from this. You see that you are on yourself praying by yourself. Amen. Yeah, you are there praying. Then when you read your Bible, Help me to understand. Oh, so I can be revived. He said in two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will raise us up. Hallelujah. Amen. God is going to raise me up. My Christian life is going to become better. God is going to give me a revival. Wow. Father Lord, I thank you that even though I was backsliding, but I thank you for this, your word, because I know that you are going to revive me and I'm going to become strong in my faith again. Thank you so much. I commit my day into your care. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, I'm praying that the brother, he will look in my direction when I get to church. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey! That's your personal time with the Lord. It's a start. Amen. What do you think? It's what? It's a start. Amen. Because quiet time is your personal time with God. And it helps you to develop your personal relationship with the Lord. What do you think? It helps you to develop what? Amen. Yeah. And today we are going to look at strategies for an effective Quiet time. 
Alright? Strategies for what? Amen. You see, in life, you need some strategies before some things can work well. Are you here with me? And without certain strategies, a lot of things don't work. You'll notice that if you are going to, if you are somebody who works from Monday to, let's say, Saturday or Friday, you'll notice that you, there are certain things you do to ensure that Monday to Friday, you don't get late for work. Amen. You wouldn't get home from work on Monday and sleep at 3.30 and then wake up at 5 o'clock to go back to work. Do you do that? No. Because you go back to work on Tuesday, you try and sleep a little early. Because even if you have to leave the house at 5 o'clock, it means you have to wake up before 5 o'clock. So you see that when other people are moving around, then you say, okay, Charlie, see you in the morning. Because you can't afford to stay awake too long. Because if you do that, you will not be ready for work the following day. So you have your own strategy of ensuring that every morning you get to work on time. Is that what we do? Yeah. Now, Normally when I'm going home, I take um, a certain road. It passes through Osu somewhere. Amen. And um, when you get to Osu on Friday, whether you get there Friday night or Saturday morning, like 1 a.m., you you, will see that it's like a marketplace. It's alive. Amen. People are there. Because it's Friday to Saturday. A lot of people don't go to work on Saturday. So even if they go, they may go a bit later. So they can afford to stay awake a little more. Is that not so? Yeah. Amen. Wow. But when I'm going home on, let's say, Sunday night or Monday morning, you see that when you get to the place is quiet. There's nothing going on. Because all the people who will be booking everything, they are preparing for Monday work. So they can't be awake at 2 a.m. Monday morning doing anything. Amen. All right. So you realize that it takes a conscious effort to have a certain strategy for things. Amen. Even, even if you are interested in a girl. You see, I talk about girls and boys because we understand. It's something we understand very well. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Why? Or oh, you don't understand? I think you understand. Don't look at me with your holy face. Amen. Yeah. You, you notice that it takes certain strategies. Amen. To be able to get a beloved. Whether you are the girl or whether you are the boy. I don't think the girls also strategize. They strategize. Amen. One day, many years ago, I decided to take my beloved, now my wife, out. Amen. We are talking about strategies for quiet time. (laughs) So, those days, there were not many ATM machines around. Most of the ATMs, they were attached to a bank. So you have to literally go to the bank to use the ATM, and then you cannot pay with visa when you go out like today. Amen. 
Now Ghana has improved by the grace of God. So, I decided that I was going to take my beloved out to a restaurant. The restaurant is called Chopsticks. Amen. A very nice restaurant in Kumasi somewhere. Amen. So, as I was planning to take my wife to Chopsticks, I had to plan because we were all on campus, KNUST. And it's like when you are taking a lady out, you don't take her out in a trotro. The, the brothers, are you listening to me? Even, even if the trotro is going the same direction, at least now you can do Uber. What do you think? Yeah. I hope you are learning. I, I can almost see a certain wife say, my husband, do you hear? Do you? <laughs> Amen. So I had to plan that we would take a uh, drop-in. For those days, there was no, nothing like Uber. Yeah, there wasn't Bolt, there wasn't Uber, there was nothing. Even WhatsApp was not there. Those times, all our phones, the screen was black and white. There was, no, there's not, there was nothing like color screen. So, <laughs> I went to the bank that I'm going. So, I had to come all the way to a bank in town. All right? And from Kumasi, from KNUST to town, it's a very long distance. You see? And I had to come all the way to where Ghana Post, their headquarters was, because the bank was a bank called Stanchart. All right? It was up there. You know? So, when I got there, I had calculated dropping to go, dropping to come, and then what to eat, and then things like that. Calculated everything, and then I went. So I went to withdraw the money. And when I was leaving the campus, I didn't have money. My last money was the transport to go and then withdraw. So also I'll take something for myself. So when I got to the ATM, are you listening to my story? <laughs> then, pa, 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 enter, give me the money. Ah. Then, my card came out. But then the money was not coming. Amen. Now, let me tell you a secret. You see, the banks in Ghana, when you withdraw money, your ATM card comes out first. And when you take it out, then the money will come. The Nigerian banks, when you key in, the money will come first. And then when you take the money, then your ATM card will come. You understand what I'm saying? But somehow, I was new. I was new to this ATM. So, I was waiting for the money. And the money was not coming. And the ATM card had come. So, then the security guard noticed that, no. He, he's confused. So, he said, quickly take your card. Take your card. Like the machine would. So, when I did this, then, beep, 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 shoom, then my card left. Hey! And those days, banks were closed at like 2.30 or 3. So it's like the bank had closed. Hey! And now, <laughs> no transport to go back to KNUST. And then my card is also gone. Hey! And I've told my beloved that at 7 o'clock, we are going out. Hey! So I started to walk. Uh, those of you who know Kumase, where Ghana uh, post near the military museum, up there, I walked from there to Asafo, ran about. Eh? 
not the market run, there's, there are two runabouts I had to walk. Almost close to Stadium Junction in Kumasi. I, and it's like, I have to walk quickly because we've set a date. I cannot cancel the date. So I had to walk. And then I went to some auntie's house, which is near, almost near the stadium. From, because from up there, you pass through Adumdosu no Kumasi to come down to the market runabout before you start walking up. Hey! But I have a date. I have a date. Hey! And I walked. When I got there, then I got some money to go back to campus. So, by the time I got, I was a very tired man. So, then I met my beloved. Charlie, how? I said, oh, everything is cool. But Charlie, I really suffered something. Are you here with me? And then I took her out. Had a good time and came back. What is my point here? You see that it takes a lot of personal determination to make your relationship work. Are you here with me? It takes, it takes a lot for your relationship to work. So if you are going to serve God, it's going to take a lot of your personal determination to make your relationship with God work. Amen. Yeah. It's not like it's always going to be easy. No. So if you want to have a personal relationship with God, and you see you want to have your quiet time every day, and then every morning, we have to come. Uh, hello, uh, Brother Danny. Wake up. Have you done your quiet time? No. Have you prayed? No. Okay, sit down. Open your back. You see? Will you be happy with such a beloved? How many will be happy with such a beloved? Hey! It won't be easy. Because it's like this one, it's like, I like him more, but... Everything, he has to be told to do it before he does it. He will set a date. He will not come. You address and you are waiting. Then you will call, oh, what's happening? Oh, sorry. My, the ATM has taken my card, so sorry. We can't. You, you, you see that there is no effort to make the thing work. Hallelujah. Now, if you are going to have a personal relationship with God, you will have to put some effort into the relationship for it to work. Are you here with me? And without that personal effort, your relationship with God is not going to work. Amen. But if you are going to wake up to pray, in Mark 135, the Bible says, and Jesus Christ waking up a great while before day, he went into what? A solitary place and there prayed. Isn't it? Yeah. A great while before day. So you see that you have to put in some effort to wake up early to have time with God. The same way you put in effort to wake up early to go to work. That's why it's called strategy. Amen. How many will be happy? Uh, David, where are you? Come. Not you, the other David. Okay, come. They are all Davids. So, David, do you like the girl? You like the girl, but... Okay, so go and chase her, then you will not go. You are standing there. You understand what I'm saying? So, have you proposed to her? No. Okay, propose to her, then you are standing there. Okay, when you go, tell her, baby. Uh, when you go, tell her, I love you. When you go, tell... Everything, we have to tell you what to do. Then, ah, you see that, as I'm standing here, the girl also likes David, though. And you can see that somebody is coaching the guy. So... Now, when the guy comes, hello, baby, I love you, he says, ah, but 
is it you who is telling me you lie, or is the guy who is coaching you that is telling me that you lie? Amen. So if you are the type that on Sunday, eh, come on, let's go, and then be dragging your feet. So uh, let's go to church. We are going, come on, you will go to church. You see, and then God loves you. Look at what this guy is doing. Look at what this guy is doing. And then, so if you were God, and you see this guy, and then he's, now he's in church, we lift your name, uh, will you be happy with him? Because you know that, ah, even to come to church, if they don't drag you, you will not come to church. Okay, do you have a Bible? No, I don't have a Bible. Look, sit down. You have quiet time. You are going to have a personal relationship with God. Now, it's like we have to force him to have a relationship. Get the Bible. Read it. Now, as you are reading, be looking somewhere. I said, read it. Here. You see. So you notice that if this is what our Christianity is, God will not be very happy. What do you think? Do you think God will be happy? Yeah, because there's no flow. Amen. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, if you're a lady, maybe... Mrs. Come. Uh, come and sit here. Do you like the boy? You like the boy. Okay, boy, come and talk to. And then when, when he's trying to talk, then look somewhere. Uh, talk to, look, look somewhere. Uh, get up and walk away. Now, hey, come here. Come and can't you see that the boy likes you? Come and sit here. Then sit down and then look. Then it's like, hey, come on. Look this way. You you, you see that? Will you not notice that no, the girl doesn't, the girl doesn't really like you? Amen. And for some of us, this is how our Christianity is. It's like your Christianity is where a pastor or a shepherd or somebody has to hold you and he has to always, and God is watching from heaven as we have to drag you. He's even running away. He's even telling, let's go and serve the Lord. You see? And, and it, look at how it's becoming. When I leave, you just run away somewhere. Now, we have to chase you and catch you that no. We, will, we are, come on, let's go and serve the Lord. Look at how it's like we have to drag you to go and serve the Lord. Hey! Can you imagine that you like this girl and if I don't Grab this girl by the neck and pull her. As a try and run away. Then it's like, hey, come here. You, you, you beloved, those the You the boy, will you be happy with such a girl? Hey, hey. So when God is sitting in heaven. We have to force you to have quiet time. We have to force you to pray. In fact, you know your shepherd will come at 7. So at 6.15, you have left the house already. Eh? You've left the house already. You are not making your beloved doses with the Lord easy. Then someone will ask you, have you had your quiet time? Yes. We've had the quiet time. Where did you read? Uh, Psalm 137, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remember Zion. Hey! 
learning something today. But you see that this same boy, when he likes a girl, that, that is the wife, by the way. Ha! Be chasing the wife. You know? Some, sometimes, the wife has passed here. You didn't see that the wife has passed there. You just call. When the wife picks up, oh, tell her how. Eh, fine. What is it? Oh, I just felt like calling, but he's like, just seen that you passed, so he's just calling. You, you, you see that it's strategy to make the relationship what? So what I'm showing you today is that, you see, as a Christian, number one, you must have a relationship with God. But if you don't work at or on the relationship, the relationship with God will not work. So last week, we quoted a scripture that says, that, draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh to you. Amen. And we demonstrated by prayer, isn't it? So, like, what? The more I seek, a song is four steps for the sake of time. The more I seek you, the more I find you. Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I give you glory this morning. And then, okay, let me read a word of scripture. And then, you see that the Lord is coming closer to me. So, you see, as I am strategizing to get closer to God, then God is also coming closer to me. And I want to tell you that this is Christianity. This is what Christianity is. This is what Christianity is. Christianity isn't like you see, you have to hold this guy by the belt and then you are pulling him to church. Then, okay, you see that now, maybe he's sitting in his house and then Shepherd, Shepherd Francis is coming. Then by some chance you saw that I was coming. Then you ran out. When Millicent asked, when Joe asked you, what is the problem? They say, hey, Bishop Eba, hey. hey. You see, Bishop, uh, uh, hello, where is, uh, where is, uh, uh, he is, oh! Hey! If God was your beloved, and somebody is helping you to beloved, those, those gods, and you are doing this. Do you think God will be happy with you? Amen. That is why you must have your quiet time. Amen. You see, when it comes to us human beings and God, all of us must behave like girls, if you like. Because when a girl... Notice that a boy likes. You see that when a girl has dressed a certain way, he's worn her skin tight or whatever, and he's coming. And then she sees, choo, 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 pine. You see, she will not tell her, <laughs> they were watching. <laughs> they were watching. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh huh. When, 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 when you're a boy, you're interested, the, the girls, they know. So then they also know how to sugar themselves and you know do something so that you can watch properly and then decide quickly and do what you got to do quickly you understand what i'm saying and i'm saying that christians sometimes we must behave like girls towards god so that you see when god watches you he can decide to come for you quickly so there was a time moses was walking towards the temple and when god saw that moses was walking towards the temple then god came down to the temple to meet him because like Moses is coming Moses is coming let me come down to meet him 
to meet him. Some of us, even when you are fasting, the Lord says, oh, this person, you know, clear from there. The last time they had to drag him to church or whatever. There's, there's nothing about you that is attracting God to you. Amen. You don't have to be a prophet or an evangelist or a bishop or whatever to draw God's attention. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Alright. So I'm saying that for a relationship to work, even though it's the boys who propose, the girls also strategize to encourage the proposal to come. Amen. So God says that you must draw nigh to me and I'll draw nigh to you. So it means there are one or two things I need to do. As I'm doing those one or two things, then the Lord will also start coming close to me. What do you think? Put your hands together for the Lord. You can sit down. Amen. Beautiful. So three strategies for quiet time. Number one, set a practical, unchangeable, and regular time for your quiet time. Amen. You see? Let me tell you something. When you wake up, your first agenda should be your time with God. If I tell you three o'clock, you'll say too early. If I say six o'clock, you'll say too late. If I say four o'clock, oh, it's too much in between. So when you wake up, your first agenda should be your time with God. Amen. Your first what? Agenda. Uh, David, come again. Uh, Rev, join me. W, join me. So, sometimes, some of us, eh, uh, when you are at home, we are about four or whatever in a room, Charlie, so we are all asleep. Everybody come and sleep. We are asleep in the room. So, when you wake up, he said, Jesus rising up a great while before day. You get it. So, you're waking up at five o'clock. He said he went to a solitary, that's, he went to a quiet place. Does this look like a quiet place? You see, so if you start, you just go, hey, I'm having quiet time here now. You see what? Oh, you guys, why? You are backslidden. I'm doing my quiet time. Why are you this? Ah. No, I bind you. You are a demon. You see, you see, you see, you see, something is not correct. Something is not correct. You get it. But when we are asleep, and then I wake up. Huh. 5.15. Charlie, I have to do my quiet time. Then, maybe where I live, there's a small veranda at the front there. Then I come and sit here. We lift your name high. We lift your name high. We lift your name high. We let your name high. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Am I disturbing somebody? Am I in a quiet place? Can I read my Bible here? Can God speak to me here? Wow. This is your Christianity. 
Charlie, you slept too much. Wake up. <laughs> Amen. This is what? This is your quiet time. So 5.15, as you've woken up, you go. And you just have your quiet time. And then after that, you can brush your teeth back, do everything, and then you are off to work. What do you think? Clap for my sleeping brothers. You see, sometimes you would say, oh, where I am? Bishop, eh, you don't understand. You see, where I am? We are 15 in a room. How am I supposed to have my quiet time with 15 people in their room? I mean, Bishop, you understand what I'm saying. Uh, oh, Bishop, you, you, don't, you don't understand. Uh, you, you live in um, uh, uh, Kaneshi. In Kaneshi, is one in a room. Here, let me inform you, it's 15 in a room. The Bible says, and, uh, you see, do you know why I, I, I lay down there with all these people? Because when Jesus was moving with his disciples, he said, the son of man had nowhere to lay his head. So I'm sure that when he lies down to sleep, his disciples will just also lie down beside him and they will all sleep. But then when he wakes up and he has to have his quiet time, he will withdraw himself from the rest of the disciples and he will go and sit somewhere. Withdraw yourself and then spend some time with the Lord. I said, withdraw yourself and spend some time with the Lord. This is Christianity. Amen. Christianity is not Sunday. Amen. The church is there to help you with your relationship with God. The church is not the what, destination of your relationship with God. But the church helps you to develop your relationship and to strengthen your relationship. That's why you, you come to church. You come to church to learn how to serve the Lord. Amen. Yes. That's why when you say that, you are lucky I came. You tell your shepherd, you are lucky I came. He's lucky you came. You, 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 you see a child telling the parents that, he, 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 if you misbehave, I'll stop the school. <laughs> the child is telling the parent that if you misbehave, I'll stop the school. That's how many Christians are. I'll not come to church. You will see. <laughs> eh? How many of you boys will say, mm -hmm, I will not marry. They will see. <laughs> look, look, look at a, a, a what? A 35-year-old man saying that I will not marry. They will see. We are not going to see anything. You are, you are the one who will see. Amen. A 24-year-old girl, I will not marry. They will see. Who will see? You are the one who will see. Amen. Strategy number two, which we've also spoken about. Said, well, we draw from the presence of other people. Exodus chapter 34. Let's read verse 3. I hope you are learning something today. Okay, let's start from verse Okay, and he, what? And be ready in the morning and come up in the, what? Morning unto Mount Sinai and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. Verse 3. And no man 
shall come up with thee. So God is calling you to come up to him personally. Not with people. Come alone, yourself. Amen. And those of you who think that quiet time is only for prophets, quiet time is only for pastors, quiet time is only for apostles. Quiet time is for Christians, which you are one. So God is telling you this morning that you must come up to me and you must come up alone. Nobody should be with you. You and me, God, alone, we must have time together. God is calling you to have a personal time with him alone. That one, no pastor can help you. And no shepherd can. Because you have to sit down with God alone. Hey. Please, when you marry the wife, did Reverend Sammy come to help you to get your daughter? Will you be happy if, your, if Reverend Sammy came to help you to get your daughter? Asembeba, is you and your wife what? Alone. So even when you look at our human relationships, it gets to a point, it's you and one person alone. And God is saying that if you are going to be close to me, there comes a time, it's you and me alone. I want to erase a certain perception that, hey, as for God, dear, he's close to the men of God and the prophet. As for we, dear, you encourage no. It's not true. He said, come up and no man should come with you. It means God is interested in you. God is interested in you praying. Everybody come. Everybody is playing as God today. When I, when I sit here to pray, and then come and sit. Uh-huh. God will come and be with me here. David, come. You two sit there and start praying. As he starts praying, also go, go there and then be with him. You see that David is not a bishop. He is not a shepherd. But you see that as he starts praying, God also is with him there. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So the reason why God is not with you is because you are not developing your relationship with God by praying by yourself, by reading your Bible by yourself. That is what the problem is. Amen. Some are not even interested. But let me tell you something. God is the creator of heaven and earth. And if you know what is good for you, you should be interested in him. I say, if you know what is good for you, you better be interested in him. Amen. If you know what, what is good for you, you must be interested in him. Amen. He said, Lord, come. no man should come with you. Now go to Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 10. And let us look what this personal relationship did for Moses. He said, and there arose not a prophet since in Israel, like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. You see, when God appeared on Mount Sinai, do you know what the church members said? You know what, Moses, this is your God, he's too serious. So you know what, you go and meet him. Whatever he tells you, come and tell us, but ask for us. We will remain down here. Amen. And it's no different today. So that is why you see that there's one great man of God. It looks like he's the only man of God that God talks to. And then all the church members, if 
the man of God that says, that saved the Lord. As for the church members, they don't hear anything. It's an abnormality. It's an abnormality. Every Christian, he said, you see, you said, those who believe, he gave them power to become sons of God. You see, you are a child of God and you must have a personal relationship with God. Let me tell you something. Doctor, if God gives you a vision, it doesn't take anything away from me. If God gives you a, a dream, it doesn't take anything away from me. Do you, you, you understand what I'm saying? I'm still your pastor. I'm still your bishop. Do you, do, do you get it? I'll even be happy. Yeah. One day somebody told me a story. He was driving. Then somebody told him, get off the road now. He turned. There was nobody there. Then he got off the road. When he got off the road, then whew, a car passed and ran into about three cars and went to knock an articulator. And if he stayed there, he would have been part of the accident. If you are not somebody that God can speak to directly, how can he deliver you from some of your problems? Are you here with me? So as you develop your relationship with God through quiet time, now you see that now God will be telling you things. Now God can be telling you things. That's why every morning you must be, God is interested in talking to you personally. He's interested. He wants to. He wants to. I said he wants to. He wants to talk to you personally. Are you there? Wow. Number three. Develop the right atmosphere. Amen. Today, by the grace of God, we all have something that can play something. Please give me one of these mics. We all have something that can play something. Isn't it? Yeah. So sometimes, when you play some worship music or something, as you are trying to have your quiet time, Hello. what happens? You see that it begins to work better. Amen. Beautiful. So, as I found a place where I can have my quiet time, uh, Bishop, I don't have smartphone. Even now, Yam can play music. Oh, don't worry. It's my time with God alone. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. So, as I'm trying to pray. Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, what am I doing? I'm creating an atmosphere in which I can have my quiet time. I'm creating an atmosphere in which I can have my quiet time. Great to God. If you set such an at one God come in. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, some of you, when a girl is coming to visit you, you have some songs you play. You, you have a song you play to set the atmosphere. When, when, when your brother comes, the light is white. When the girl comes, there's there's a certain light. And then you've got a regulator to tune the light. Then you play certain numbers. And you don't know that it's a distortion of what the purpose is for. Because God gave you the ability to set the atmosphere so that 
when he comes to you, you can relate with him. But now we use the atmosphere to chase girls. We use that atmosphere to chase boys. And then we use it for everything else. And then we've thrown the Lord out. But we don't know that God gave you the ability to set the atmosphere so that you can create a certain environment in which you can serve God, you and God alone. Amen. You will say, oh, Bishop, your own is bluffo. Ah, Joe Metal is there. Isn't it? Joe Metal is there. Uh, what? Who else is there? Eh? Who? Dinah is there. Who else? Ohima Messi is also there. Z-Tag is there. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, Mokobe is there. Niokai. So, so the, one, the one that helps you, then you use it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And you set the atmosphere. You know, you'll be sitting, you'll be sitting under your tree, so you'll be feeling like a prophet because you've set the atmosphere. Are you there with me? Are you there with me? Amen. Hey. There is a church in your house. In that church is you and God. You see, there are only two members in your church. You are one of the members, then God is one of the members. Amen. Quiet time gives you the ability to have a church service where it's you and God alone. You are the only two members. Church in your house. So quiet time is your personal church where the only attendees are you and God. Amen. Can't you do this at all? You can do it. And God is waiting for you. I said God is waiting for you. Me, God is waiting for you. Yes. You see that God could have killed us. Hmm? God could have killed us. He could have said you are sinners. You don't please me. So let me clear all of you. But he said, no, let me rather send my son to come and die for them. Wash away their sins so that I can draw them close to me. So God rather chose for you to be close to him. Amen. And I'm teaching you quiet time today so that you take the opportunity or take advantage of this opportunity to be close to God. Yourself. 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 Amen. Are you there with me? Yeah. God wants to talk to you. You don't say, oh, God doesn't want to talk to you. You see, it's the devil who is deceiving you. God loves you. God loves you. He wants to be close to you. But the question is, do you want to be close to him? Wow. Amen. Alright. So, if you would find a practical time Withdraw yourself from the presence of men and set the right atmosphere. What will happen? You have a great time with God and you become like Moses. And there arose not a prophet in Israel who knew the Lord face to face. Amen. He knew the Lord what? Face to face. You get to a point where you also know the Lord. Are you here with me? How many are going to do your quiet time from today? 
And I'm showing you that this is Christianity. Christianity is not just putting on your dress and coming to church on Sunday. No, there is more to it. God is somebody we serve every day. Ah, those who are married, did you get married on Saturday and you left your wife in the church? When you come to church on Sunday, you meet her and then you go home. Is that what you do? The relationship continues at home, isn't it? And that is how serving God is. The relationship doesn't end when we, when we share the grace. The relationship with God continues as we've left the church. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes, it continues. So everybody who your only relationship with God is Sunday from today. Monday you will continue. Tuesday you will continue. Up to what? Sunday you will continue before you come. So for example, I have read my Bible this morning before coming to church. Okay? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And you see that you yourself, you will feel closer to God. I see you becoming closer to God. I said, I see you becoming closer to God. I see God also drawing close to you, even as you have your quiet time. Stand to your feet. You want to pray today? You want to say, Lord, give me the grace to draw nigh to you through the powerful effect or the powerful exercise of having my quiet time. Begin to pray, everybody. Pray to God. Maybe you used to have your quiet time, but these days it's not working like before. You want to pray. You want to say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Give me the grace to have my quiet time. May I become closer to you. May I become closer to you. May I become closer to you. In the name of Jesus. I'm far away. But from today, I want to be closer to you. I want to be closer to you. In the name of Jesus. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. Draw me close to you. Draw me close to you. Never let me go. I lay it all down again to hear you say that I'm your friend. You are my desire. No one else will do. Because nothing else can take your place to feel the warmth of your embrace. Help me find the way. Bring me back to you. You are all I want. You are all I ever needed. You are all I want. Help me know that you are near. Oh God, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be close to you. Help us, Lord. We thank you. And we give you glory. We give you honor. In the name of Jesus. You're all I want. 
You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know, help me know you are near. One more time. You're all that I want. You're all I want. You're all I ever needed. You're all I ever needed. You're all, you're all I want. Help me know, help me know you are near. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray in the name of Jesus. That you will give us the grace to be close to you. You are all we want. Sometimes the devil deceives us. The devil tries to steal our attention away. But Lord, truly you are all we want. And we are praying for the grace. We are praying for the ability to be close to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill and to destroy. But you came so that we can have life. And I pray in the name of Jesus that Lord you will come to give us the life of quiet time. In the name of Jesus. That Lord every day we will spend time with you O oh God. That every day in our home, under a tree, on our veranda, in our room. We will spend time to pray to you. And we will spend time to read your word. So that you can speak to us O oh God. Lord every day of the week. We will spend time to draw near to you so that you can also draw near to us. We thank you, Lord, and we give you glory in the name of Jesus. With every head bowed, every eye closed, you may be here today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you briefly. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Anybody here like that? Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We give you the glory and we give you the honor. We thank you in Jesus' name. And shall we all say amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you. And we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.